You're listening to the Driving Confidence Podcast for drivers who want to be calm and confident on the road. We will be sharing tips, stories and advice to beat driving nerves and anxiety and build your driving confidence. Whether you are just starting out as a learner or have had your driving license for years, if you want to transform how you feel about driving, this podcast is for you. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about when we appeared on Talk TV and had a chat with Vanessa. Yes, um, quite an interesting conversation with Vanessa, as people might know already. A memorable experience for you, Kev. Very memorable. (laughs) (laughs) So describe what happened. So basically what happened is Talk TV got in touch with us and said, would we be up for doing a short interview with Vanessa on why men should be taken off the road and would the roads be safer with just women drivers yeah (laughs) and there was a report to back that that question up so yeah so we did a little bit of research into the report didn't we we did a bit of planning a bit of preparation yeah I did all that I had my you know before going on we knew exactly what we could say we had questions we had answers to those questions so we was probably pretty prepared yeah and actually the preparing for it went quite a long way for helping us to manage our nerves and anxiety about appearing on live tv because let's face it it's quite different from being on a podcast isn't it well on a podcast we can take our time a lot of people won't see the outtakes or hear the outtakes that we have to do um but live tv is literally that it's live tv so it's as it is Yeah, and it was definitely out of our comfort zone, but I was quite surprised. We were both very calm, so even though it was out of our comfort zone, we did our prep, we knew what we were planning to say. And we did it. And we did, and yeah, we were were perfectly calm and in control until we went live. And then we got the question straight away, which (laughs) threw me a little bit, Um, and then I suppose from there I'm on the back foot always, so that was... uh, Oh, right, didn't quite expect that, but here we go. Let's try and answer this um, as best I can. Yeah, Vanessa was definitely, (laughs) she definitely went for you in terms of you're the man, the men are causing all the problems on the road, so Kev, what are you going to do to sort it out or should we be taking men off the road? And Yeah, I mean, basically what I wanted to do was say my thoughts, my um, research that I'd done of why men have more speeding fines, they have more, um, they get caught more. Motoring offences. Motoring, I couldn't think of the word for it, but what it is, is I, I needed to back that up and say, well, this is the reason why. And I didn't really get a chance to. So we thought, do you know what we'll do is we'll do a podcast and we yeah. can do it in our time about what we feel is the reason behind what we do. Yeah, and it was a great opportunity. We've now been on live TV, so we're really pleased with the fact that we've been on, we've done it, that's down in our experiences. Live TV in the future won't be so much out of our comfort zone, and we learn a lot. So we would look at lots of different angles next time that we do it. So that's 
that's the first thing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And it's, it, everything's a learning curve, isn't it? And that's what we tell our people that are learning to drive. That's what people with anxiety and stress come to us. You know, we, we're putting people in those situations, but it's a more controlled environment. But, um, yeah, I think it's uh, definitely a learning curve. It was. So... We looked at this report that the yeah. whole piece, the whole segment was about. And actually, so the, the actual report was called Would Britain's Roads Be Safer If Only Women Drove? And the report was put together by a vehicle sales website. And actually what they did was they pulled bits and pieces of data from different places and then they merged them together and manipulated the data to come out with something that was really quite controversial. So for them, it was a great piece because it got lots of reaction. But, and this is a really big but, when you actually look at the report and the information that it was based on, the whole thing was flawed. They took a travel survey from 2021. Now, the survey itself says that these are not typical figures. These show a massive decrease on pre-pandemic times. So the survey itself shows that the information is influenced by other things, being COVID and the fact that lots of people were still working at home. So even though it wasn't a time of lockdown, there was an increase in the number of people working from home. And they state this really clearly on the survey. So it's not typical statistics. Now, the survey was also based purely on personal travel only. It didn't include people who drive for work. So van drivers, lorry drivers, bus drivers, driving instructors, anybody who drives as part of their work was not included. So that's a massive number of drivers, a massive number of people who weren't included in this survey. And actually it shows it because the highest reason for travel in that survey was going shopping and commuting came third. So that's one area where the whole report was flawed. But then what they did was they had a look at motoring offences. But they looked at motoring offences for 2022. And if you look at the statistics for motoring offences in 2022, it rises sharply because everyone was back on the road and it went back to pre-pandemic levels so you weren't comparing like for like you had different years and you had different travel patterns and of course your motoring offences include everybody who's on the road not just people who are traveling for pleasure and leisure yeah that's what our research on we was trying to get that across we wasn't going to say that in the in the interview but we wanted to highlight the fact that the report is a little bit misleading yeah in the figures that you're saying yeah i mean i would say it was hugely misleading <laughs> so, so really one of the messages there is whenever you're hearing something or reading something is have a look at what the report or what the article doesn't say what are the pieces that are missing and maybe look very carefully at where they're getting their figures from. Where are they getting their data from? And is it just something that's completely made up to be as controversial as possible? Or is it something that 
that stands up is rigorous. Yeah. I'm just going to jump in here to let you know about our Drive Calm journal. We've created a 12-week prompt journal to support our listeners to take action and improve driving confidence. The journal includes questions, prompts and exercises to create an action plan and an opportunity for reflection afterwards. Search Drive Calm on Amazon to take a look. We hope it helps. And I think for us, you know, what we was going to try and get across in that report was that men and women both have the same skill set. Yes, of course. I mean, you're teaching people to drive. You know that gender is irrelevant. Exactly. You know, we can all put a clutch down. We can all steer. But that, again, is a skill of driving. What we wanted to try and get across was it's the behaviour and what causes the behaviour in people when they're driving. Yeah, so what is it? Now, I did try to have a look at the statistics and I found found it hard to find exactly where their statistics came from. I couldn't match it up to, to look at it exactly. But what they were talking about was that in 2022, the motor offences were carried out around 80% were male and 20% were female. So there is quite a divide there. Yeah, and, and, you know, the figures don't lie, do they, in those figures? But you've got to take into account, I think, why were people getting those driving offences? What was happening? And I think most people um, would say that men are the more riskier. They take risky options, don't they? Yeah, the- I mean, certainly in insurance terms, insurers tend to make insurance for females cheaper than for males because of that tendency for there to be more risky behaviour. Yeah, and I think what we need to look at and what we do is look at the driving behaviour behind those decisions that people are making. Yeah. And we can challenge them at an earlier age so that when they come to drive on their own, when they're late for work or they're driving their van that has 100 drops and they're halfway through the day and they've only done 20 and they still need to finish by five because they've got to go home and do whatever. What makes them speed? What makes them t- take those risks? And that's what I think the problem is. It's not so much that men are getting more driving convictions or offences. It's the what is causing it. Yeah, definitely. And if you think that when it comes down to the motoring offences, that included everybody, included people who were driving, like you say, delivery drivers, people who drive as part of their work. So this is where you get those other influencing factors. When you're driving for leisure and pleasure, you might not be under quite so much pressure. Whereas if you're driving from for work or to get to meetings or something else, you might feel that there's more pressure there from your colleagues, from your workplace. Yeah, and I think as well, um, if we looked at the miles that we cover, I think you're going to find that men cover more miles annually. And that just equates to the more time you spend on the road, the more miles you're covering, the more likely you are to make mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. Now, that doesn't say that we are condoning that at all. And when I, what I could find in the figures was one that 
when it came down to convictions, there are far more court cases and convictions for motoring offences than there are for any other offence. Now, I had no idea until I was trying to look at these figures. So motoring offences are higher than anything else when it comes to going through the justice system. But also that 35% of those motoring offences are speeding. So speeding is one of the biggest things that's going on. But that's also, if you take it one step further, I think it's a our life now. We always want things faster, yep. you know, which is Amazon. Other brands are available. But what happens is we want things now. Yep. So we are faster drivers yeah all your deliveries all your couriers now they're giving you a rough estimate of a time and i'm guessing that these drivers actually have to try and meet those times that are being given out they might even be being rewarded for meeting those times i don't know it's a pain and a pleasure isn't there you know do you forfeit the pain because you haven't done what you're supposed to do or do you get the pleasure from yes i've done that yeah you know and i think this is where we need to look at what we're actually doing um with the task you know with speeding why are we speeding well it might be that you do a journey journey every single day monday to friday and you are so used to that road yep so you don't notice and you don't notice what speed you're doing and nothing ever happens on that road yeah and then all of a sudden there's a mobile speed camera flash flash you're done but you don't even realize you're doing 35 in a 30 because it's just what you do it's a habit well let's face it lots of people when they're driving particularly people who are who consider themselves to be confident drivers they're actually thinking about other things and they're not thinking about their driving at all so this comes back to actually thinking about your driving while you're driving and you're much more likely to stick within the speed limits and most going off driving convictions now but going on to accidents most accidents happen within two miles of the home yeah but why why is that yeah because people switch off don't they people switch off they start thinking about what they're going to have for dinner they start thinking oh i've done this journey all the time there's never been a car come around that bend so you just pull out It's, it's those normal things that you do because it's the norm yeah it doesn't and then all of a sudden there's that unexpected Oh, didn't, that's not happened before. Yeah, I think when I learned that nowadays, after learning that piece of information, if I'm on a long journey, it's within that sort of like five miles of home that I start to pay extra attention because I know that that's when something is more likely to happen if I'm not paying attention. As society is, we are just here and now. We want it now. You know, there is that click of the button. I want it. You yeah. Know, I, I don't want to be doing 30 all the time. 30 is boring. You know, I can be doing 40 on this. It's safe to do 40. But that's the mind playing our thoughts. Yeah. You know, and we need to just change that slightly. Yeah, catching the mindset. Because actually the reality is, is that driving over the speed limit doesn't normally get you anywhere very much faster. No. There's normally, <laughs> when they do research on it, there's normally only a couple of minutes in it, isn't there? Yeah, it's exactly. No, but if you think about you're doing 60 miles an hour, on a motorway and you go 60 miles it takes you an hour yep you do 70 miles an hour it's going to save you about five minutes yep and what's five minutes can i know it's 70 on a motorway so it's not breaking the speed limit 
But what is, is just the time difference. Is that five minutes is nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it really is just minutes. So paying attention to your driving and knowing that actually going faster is often not quicker. And one way of thinking about this is, you know, people that take risks. How many times have you been overtaken doing the speed limit and then you get to the traffic lights that are down the road and the person that's overtaken you is the car in front? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it just <laughs> happens all the time. And I think the other thing that I noticed when I read that report, there were loads and loads of comments on it because it was on a website. It was a yeah. blog piece. There were loads and loads of comments. And there were lots and lots of comments from men saying, yes, but women drive too slow. And I had to go, hmm, hold on a minute. <laughs> if there are more speeding offences by men than women. Is it that women are driving too slow or is it that maybe women are driving at the speed limit? Could that be the answer? Maybe. It may be. It's too slow for what they consider. Yes. And this is what I'm saying. It's about the thoughts and the behaviours. Yeah. And that's what needs to be challenged. Yeah. So have a think. Pay attention to your driving, look at what the speed limit is, where you're driving and see how much difference it really makes by driving at the speed limit. I'm sure it will make your journey far more pleasant and comfortable and will only make a difference of a minute or two. Exactly. And you end up getting a a little bit more calmer as well. I think so. Definitely. Great. So... I hope you found that interesting. I'm going to put some of the links to the report and the statistics that I could find in the show notes so that you can have a look for yourself. Let us know what you think. All of the details are in the show notes as always. Remember to share with anybody else who you think might find this useful as well or perhaps who maybe needs to have a think about their speeding or their risky behaviours. We'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast player. And so all that leaves us to say is, until next time, have a great day, whatever you're doing. Thank you for listening. Find out about the different ways that you can work with us on our website, www.confidentdrivers.co.uk and begin to transform the way you feel about driving. 